choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? It's Kels. Thanks for asking, Kels Podcast. Uh, episode 224, I'm back. Kells at KMGZ on Twitter at Genghis Kells on Instagram. Y'all don't follow me on there like y'all do on Twitter. Like, uh, yeah, I'm trying to make my shit hot, but whatever. Um, listen, this ain't gonna be a long episode. Last week was long, and I am dead tired. Like these, th- listen, I, I, I'm gonna do my best to make it to this holiday. Y'all know I'm at the end of my. Listen, I'm gonna get personal right now for a second. I'm at the end of my rope with this job. I hate it. I'm here way long. I did not intend to be at this job longer than a year. It stretched on. Um, I got some things bubbling, but like, ugh, it's it's a struggle. Pray for me, cause I'm just I, I'm just over it. Like I'm so <laughs> cannot. Um, but next year, 2020, listen, goddess, I'm going to be an entertainment executive next year. That's my goal. That's what I'm telling y'all what I'm going to do. I got some things bubbling. I don't know how it's going to come through. I just feel like all the opportunities that haven't come through, they just have not been the one for me. I just That's how I'm carrying it because, you know, I don't know. What the, what the old church people say, God, don't flip up the stove without um, turning on the water or whatever. Y'all know what I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, just, just pray for your boy because your boy, your girl. Cause um it's I'm I'm struggling um but I'm you know I don't complain I'm blessed I'm grateful I you know I live in New York City by myself all my bills are paid you know I got I got a couple pairs of sneaks I got some coats you know I go on my vacations I got a food you know fridge and the food a food in the fridge so but you know I'm just not fulfilled and I'm tired of wearing suits to work and I'm tired of working with people I don't like and I'm tired of doing feigning interest in an area of law that I just have no interest in so anyway here's to a better 2020 all right so let's get started um yours and negritude is gonna bleed into the topics because it's going out to Lizzo for winning um entertain cover of time magazine for entertainment of the year look y'all been hating on i haven't said a whole lot about lizzo y'all been hating on lizzo i was surprised to find that so many people didn't like lizzo and so many people don't like her music i think her album is dope um i again i don't get the complaints about white it's pop music i mean i don't know i think i just look i'm older now i just feel like y'all sound foolish saying that black people we we did we we start i mean michael jackson was the original black pop star like he started all of this shit like again built mtv built like uh, this whole thing that everybody's doing now so i don't i just don't understand why y'all think that black music it has is something and, and black artists are this narrow thing like and and you don't even make sense because you know when the white girls come and want to appropriate or whatever here y'all go oh that's how they stealing our shit they do everything we did we created everything we invented everything which is true but then when you got lizzo out here because she don't want to do your bleeps and blarps you know singing into the fan vibes music that y'all like y'all calling her white music i just like i said last week i'm sorry i just think a lot of y'all millennials y'all younger folks Folks, y'all think y'all so open, but y'all really not. Y'all are extremely narrow-minded. Your your um your your experience is extremely uh finite, and y'all just 
act like you know y'all just put yourself in a box and and think that you in the whole world and it's like nah you in the box like Lizzo is th- th- there's no way you can hear that church she's cl- she first of all she can sing okay sis can hold a note and can fucking sing not like these other like bleeps and blarts non singing ass all the same looking and sounding girls out here I'm sorry she can sing but if you don't hear that black church in that girl's voice I don't know what to tell you and I don't even go to church but I hear it um and shout out to her she looks fantastic on the time now look everybody dragged her foot listen I, I was it was a basketball game y'all act like she rolled up in the church with her ass cheeks out I just was like sis I wouldn't have been sitting on them fucking seats with my bare ass for no, for at, at, for any amount of time let alone how long that game was I doubt she stayed the whole game but like that was like ugh and people are like, oh, they probably threw the chair out after. I was like, actually, they probably didn't, and that's why it's gross. <laughs> like, because I'm sure they did not throw that chair out. I that just, ugh. Um, and then the limo and that, like, yes, no. Um, but congratulations. I, I like your album. I like your spirit. Listen, heard the baby. I told y'all. I like these artists who are artists who care about creativity, who care about being entertainers, who look like they're having a good time, who look like they're getting paid to do something they love to do and not out here acting like, you know, they got a gun to their head and, you know, they so put upon trying to be a famous entertainer and, oh my God, I want to be entertainer, but I got social anxiety and I don't want the spotlight and all that. Like, yo, what the fuck? Get fuck out of here with that shit. And all the all executives and industry people that's popping that shit up and acting like that shit is okay, y'all get the fuck out of here too, industry need a power wash cause it's really pathetic and it's really in decline, but um, I'm glad for artists like Lizzo, I'm glad for artists like the baby, um, you know Rihanna played us for an album, but you know, I, you know what, look, I ain't even mad about this she doing her thing she, she building her, her, her empire and you know, I guess she just overscheduled and you know, she needs a break, so I, you know, it ain't like she, it ain't like we ain't seen her out here grinding for like three years straight, so you know, I'll wait on the album, whatever and, he, and this, this fashion line, she got this shit looks fancy, these, have y'all seen these shirlings she's wearing? These motherfucking Sherlin she been in look expensive. They look fancy. They look like them joints that be eight and nine grand Sherlins. Not the little, you know, fifteen hundred dollar joints we get downtown. Them joints look like the 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 Sherlings. Like rich nigga, like rich. Which I think is real dope. Like I think I I mean I probably never well, I won't say never, but you know, if it should be that I sh- I can't ever afford anything from her line, that's fine. Because, you know, I love to see a black woman doing it super luxury like that. I mean, you know, with these rich people buying her shit, all these celebrities. But I, I love it. Do it. Do it to death. Um, I'm just probably not going to be able to afford it unless something changes. But, you know, I, I support it. Um, I wanted to give a shout out. I... <laughs> I've, I talked about this a while ago, but I haven't, you know, every now and then I, I suggest podcasts I like to, I told y'all about Dolly Parton's America is awesome, um, the, your gay aunties, I, I, I know I talked about it before, but, um, again, I, I, I really enjoy the podcast, cause like, I've tell y'all, you know, I, you know, I, I, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, I enjoy y'all, but y'all are a millennial voice, which is just a little bit, di- it's just a little bit different than where, than how I grew up, and, 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 you know, my generation, we just, we just a little bit different, a lot of y'all takes, you know, okay, but, you know, it's, it's just a little bit different, and so, and so they are in my age group, they in my age cohort, and, and they do, um, they do a review on Queen and Slim this week, that is, (laughs) that shit had me dying, because, you know, I gave my review, and I guess now that everybody saw people, I can, you know, talk more about it, but they were bringing up, they didn't really like the movie, um, well, 
one of them didn't like it. The other one felt the way I felt about it, but she expressed it different. What I said last week was I was like, once I, once I was like 10 or 15 minutes in and figured out, oh, this is not really deep. This is not really, you know, this is just a, 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 a um, this is not the super deep black intellectual, whatever the fuck Lena and them was trying to make it. I'm like, it's not that. And then I, but it's beautiful and it's a ride. So let me watch it. They said the same thing, but she said, oh, it's an art movie. I didn't think about it like that, but yes, that is a good description. It is an art movie, meaning that it ain't really for, it's for you to watch and just, like, enjoy artistically. And that's what I was trying to say last week. Like, it's not super deep. The plot is not super intricate. There's some holes in it. Not as many as people are claiming, but there's some holes in it. But it's a beautiful, it's, it's not... It, there's a lot of movies that are like that. You know what I'm saying? They're like they not extra deep. It it put the second it. I didn't. I liked it, but I didn't enjoy it as much as the first. I thought the first it was perfect. I thought the second it they did a little too much CGI, but it was like that. Like yo, sit there, watch the movie, enjoy it. It ain't you. Ain't, it ain't no test after. You ain't got to write. You know, no book report nothing like that after. So. But their review of it is funny because they <laughs> mentioned this thing. They was talking about the plot holes that I didn't even think about. But some of them, honestly. Maybe they were plot holes. I thought that some of that stuff was on purpose. Like, like a lot of people... <laughs> I didn't even think about this. A lot of people keep talking about her outfit. <laughs> like, bitch, that's not a go-on-the-run outfit. Like, <laughs> like, you went in that closet, you couldn't find no yoga pants, no sweatpants, no sneakers. Like, man, people have been saying that. But I thought... And I could be wrong. Because, again, the writing... You know, Lena's developing as a writer. But I thought the... Thought that that was on purpose because I thought that the whole mood, or for me, the the whole mood that I got from the movie was we are on the we killed the cop, we on the run. This is probably not going to end well, you know. Either either we gonna end up we may get away, but that's you know uh, far fetched. In their minds, I'm pretty sure that they thought, you know, that they weren't going to get away. Like, because until they got to the white dude's house, wasn't nobody talking about no plane to Cuba and all that. And that just sounds ridiculous. So I just thought that that was just more like, look, man, we might get we might get killed. We might get thrown in jail. Let's just, let, while we on the run, let's just fucking live. And that's what I thought she put the dress and the boots on for. Like, fuck it, I'm going to go out for Like I always say, when the revolution comes... I'm still, I ain't gonna be raggedy, you know what I'm saying, just cause we fighting the man and shit, we ain't gotta be out here looking a mess, I fuck, take your lessons from Shirley Chisholm, your hair can be done, your nails can be done, you ain't got to be out here looking terrible, just because you trying to, you know, fight for freedom or whatever, so I, that's how, that's what I thought it was, like, yo, I don't know what's gonna happen, but we out here, we can't go back to the old life, we done did something that changed our life forever, now we out here on the run, so, you know, I'm gonna put this dress on, I, I thought she looked nice in the dress, personally, I like the dress, um, that's what I thought, but a lot of people commented on it, I told y'all, the part that irritated the fuck out of me, I don't know why, this part just irritated the fuck out of me is when they was in the in, get ready to jump out the window and she tells him correctly how to jump out the window yo don't lock any bend your knees roll with it which was correct way and then I asked well face first and fuck the whole left side up and I'm like what the fuck you just gonna tell him how to do it and then you just gonna fucking fly fall out the window it was I ain't get it I, all that shit irritated me like what is this um uh, but another thing I want to comment on uh, that uh, I've heard a lot of other people say, and then you know the clowns that was criticizing the thing about the um oh so the black dude gonna sell them out, but the white dude is going depart. Listen, let me tell y'all. If y'all listen to this, y'all know. Some of y'all don't. I'm a veteran in the Marine Corps. The the most realistic. 
part of that movie to me is when they went to his, to the to his white to Flea's house, the white guy and, and Chloe Sevigny, because I'm that if you are not in the military, you can't understand that bond. But that was real. There are to this day, there are if a marine that one of my marine buddies that I was war or whatever just served with came to me and said, "Yo, I need I would do it," and they would do the same for me. That, that bond. It's something that you can't understand unless you have been in the service, and so that part was taught. And, it, and it's not a racial. It's not. It's not a racial thing. Like, yo, they was in combat together. He said he saved his life. I owe you. Period. Like, whatever you need, I'm gonna do it for you. I don't care if my wife don't like. It's just. It's a bond. That part was very realistic to me. That was one of the most. I don't know who they must have had. Somebody who was in the military on that part, but that part was accurate. And anybody that's been in the service, y'all know that part was accurate. I got friends to this day, white that the race don't Chinese, good friends of mine. Like yo, I'm on the run from the police. Like all right, fuck it, I will hide you, you know. And I just, I, I, I just will. I just, I can't. I, I, I can't. I'm not gonna turn you out. I'm just not. Like you know. And I, <laughs> that part was realistic. Um. And honestly, so was the part with the black dude who turned them in because that's another part they were saying like they thought there was a plot hole. But I, I guess people, I don't know, y'all. Like I, 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 I thought it was pretty obvious that they weren't gonna make it. I was just didn't know how they were gonna get killed. But I was pretty like I really didn't think they was getting to Cuba. Like I, like, I was just like okay, that's even when the plane showed up, I was like, all right, well something gonna go wrong because first of all, that's a little propeller plane. That ain't big enough to get to Cuba. That's a little drug. Well, I don't know. I guess it's a drug plane you could get to. I guess you could have got there, but they had no luggage and no. I just I wasn't never buying. I knew either they was gonna end up in jail or most likely they was gonna be killed. So people seem to be upset about that. Thought they was gonna get away. Why didn't they write them get away? I mean, okay, I guess. But that would have been a huge plot hole for me for them to actually make. Cause who makes it to Cuba? <laughs> like, oh, uh, you know, um. Without a network. I mean, we know outside of Shakur got there, but she had a network. You know what I mean? These niggas was just running. So I kind of knew, I kind of guessed the end. As soon as he found them, I knew he was going to, because I was like, how did he, they just stopped on the side of the road and was asleep. And he walked right up on them. I'm like, how, how does he know where they are? Like, there had to be somebody, you know, he had to be um, out or tracking them or, you know, Got the word that they were coming, and I was out looking for them. Because otherwise, how would you know where, where they would be? Like, he, how would you know to walk up on them like that? Unless you was out, probably, at the behest of the police, yo, looking for them, right? Now, you know, let me go see this. You know. So, I knew he was going to do that. And, um, so that part, the end didn't, sh- I mean, it, it didn't shock me at all. And then people were like, oh, well, how are they armed and dangerous? So, granted... They weren't, but I, I, I didn't think that was a plot hole either because when you kill a cop, you are considered armed and dangerous. So what that means is whether you got a weapon or not, they're going to they're gonna consider because you ain't already <laughs> killed the cops. So they they know you're violent and they know that you will shoot cops. So it's not, that wasn't a plot hole. They, they, they don't, they'll do that in real life. Like when they tell you, oh, so-and-so is considered armed and dangerous, that means they're going to shoot you on sight because you already clearly killed cops. And we don't know, you might got to, you know, pull a gun out your boot or whatever. That's when they was like, get down on the ground, get down on the ground. They didn't get down on the ground. So you letting me know you you with the shits. So I mean, granted, so I didn't think that was a plot hole either. Like that's how they, that's what, when they say considered, that's what's considered armed and dangerous to me. Like they're not going to check and see if you armed and dangerous dangerous or not because they already know you'll kill them so I didn't think that part was a plot hole either um 
Even the cops stupid ass firing a shot. I didn't, I mean, how many times we these cops be dumb? I didn't think that was a plot. So I I don't know. Maybe I just watched it different. But a lot of the plot holes, people the, the part with the kid, definitely a plot hole. I thought that was stupid. Um, but <laughs> it was just stuff that was pointing out, and I didn't think about <laughs> the fact that you know they were on the run, but it was no urgency. But again, I. Maybe I just was reading into it, but I thought that was intentional. I thought that was to, to me, the whole movie, the feeling that I got, I never got the feeling that they were going to get away. To me, the whole movie had this fatalistic uh, uh, energy to it. So I, I was just watching it like, okay, let's see what's going to happen until they are killed. So that's why I took the lack of urgency from them because it's like, we we're not gonna make it, so let's shoot. Probably not gonna make it. So like when they went to dance, you know, like look, man, we on the run. We considered armed and dangerous. We probably not gonna make it. That's how I took it. I didn't really see that as a, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they just didn't think about it. But I thought that that was intentional. To try to show that yo, you know, we just gonna live for this little bit that we can and do what we can until they get us. That's how I, that's how I looked at it. So I didn't really think. I get now hearing other people say it like why why y'all was there? y'all kept stopping and I get it but I think I thought that that was intentional I thought that was part of the the plot that you know we just out here and like you know let's just live because we probably ain't gonna make it that's how I took it I didn't I don't know I never had hope that they were gonna make it maybe I don't know I didn't listen to uh, Lena's interview so I guess maybe from the interviews she was giving that impression maybe I don't know but I just I assumed from the beginning that they were not going to make it because I mean I've seen movies how many movies did you really see where they kill cops and make it they really don't Bonnie and Clyde shot the shit and I told y'all that's the movie it remind me of the most Bonnie and Clyde 69 with Faye Dunaway and, and Warren Beatty like it, it was a lot like that in the story and the pacing was kind of the same thing like um so you know I don't know, but listen to their, their review. It's it's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, and I guess I should have gave a spoiler, but if you ain't seen it by now, sorry if I spoiled it. Um, all right, so moving on. So I want to talk about, um, I guess yeah, the awards because um, so the SAG noms came out, the Golden the Golden Globes came out, and um, honestly. So the SAGs, I think, they came out today, and I actually agreed with a lot of the SAG awards. Um, the Golden Globes, though, I thought it was some snubs, and I thought even with the SAGs, it was some snubs. Um, first of all, let me just say, that marriage story on Netflix, I'm never watching that. That shit looks fucking draining as fuck. That shit does not look in, like anything I ever want to see. Um, y'all keep trying to tell me Scar Jo is doing acting. Listen, I love Scar Jo to, to death, but her and acting ain't never in the same sentence, so I already don't believe y'all. Um, I, I, I just have no interest in saying that. It looks draining. Um, I'm tired, again, I'm tired of straight peoples and y'all relationships. I'm just, I, I have zero interest in seeing that. It looked like a lot of torture. It looked like a lot to go through, just if, just divorce. Like, I don't understand why it got to be all this drama and trauma. If you hate the motherfucker that bad, just divorce. I don't, I don't get it. Um, so I'm never watching that, but that was nominated. Um, but Lupita was snubbed, I believe, for the Golden Globes. I think Lupita did, um, the best, uh, performance last year, she did, I think she did get a SAG nom, which is good, because I 
can't remember. People say that the Golden Globes are the precursors to the to the uh, Oscars, but I don't think so. I think it. I think that I read or heard that the SAGs are really the one. Those are the ones that really give you the hint about the Oscars, not the Golden Globes, because I think somebody tell me if I got that backwards. So, but I, I'm pretty sure the SAG ones have more gravitas because number one they are picked by their peers like by people in the industry and the golden globes i'm not sure what those are but um i think the golden globes are like the viewers or something i'm not really sure but um but yeah lapita was snubbed for the golden globes i personally think that zendaya was snubbed i think her performance in um euphoria was great it took me a while to get into it i kept trying to watch it i had to get through the first like i think that first episode just wasn't grabbing me because it was doing it, the depression shit. No offense, but I was just like, ugh, I'm not finna watch this shit about being depressed. It's something I think. But it turned out to, and, and a bunch of druggies. But it turned out to be a little bit more than that. And and But you had to get to it. And once you did get to it, and, and, and Zendaya was like, Zendaya did the damn thing. And I was pleased that um it was queer and that, you know, I, I liked it. And, um... I thought it was good. I think she got snubbed, though. I think her performance was outstanding. Um, Euphoria itself. Here's the thing. This year, there was a lot of quality stuff that came out this year. A lot. Between the theaters, the the, the, um, streamings, the TV, the HBO, the Primes, the Netflix, the Hulu. It was a lot of... Uh, quality stuff this year and so everything can't get nominated so some things, I don't necessarily think it was a snub, I just think you know, up against the, you know, there was six or seven things that were a little bit better than what you did, like for instance Watchmen, again, I had you know, I, I like Regina King, I like Watchmen, I think it's, you know, a good show but I don't think it, I don't think it's necessarily a snub, because I can think of, you know just five things that I, that I, I think, you know, were even more extraordinary than Watchmen, right? Because, um, like, you have to think what's not going to get nominated for it. You know, it's not the the, the Irishman, of course not. It was outstanding, you know. So, um, I don't think Watchmen necessarily got snubbed. I, I do think, and I don't think Regina King got snubbed. She did a good job in Watchmen, but I mean, I think, you know, we've I've seen her do, I think she was better in um, the, the um, Baldwin one. I can't remember the one that came out last year that I said was boring, and and in um the one on Netflix where a kid got killed, whatever that one was, I can't remember. In other words, I've seen she was good in Watchmen, but I, I you know I, I don't think I've seen her her other performances. I thought were you know more breakout or more or more better. So I don't think she necessarily got snubbed, but you know um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I love that movie. I, I, you know, I had just said I had to see other things to see, you know, before I could say give Brad his things. I have seen other things now, so I gotta say, if Al Pacino don't win for, for the Irishman, I don't, I don't know what to say because he played that role to death. For for you to be in a, in that cast and stand out the way you did, he played the fuck out of that role. So if Brad don't get, if 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 if. I don't get it. I, you know, I'd be a little confused about that. Um, yeah, once upon a time, I, that that ain't gonna be for everybody. But I actually liked it. I enjoyed it. I think it's really good, and I think it's an it's a clever spin on the Manson murder. When they announced it, they said it was gonna be about the Manson murders. It's not really. It's more about the um, atmosphere and the culture in Hollywood at the time of the Manson murders. 
that's really what it's about, and then they put a twist on it. But it's it's if you know anything about that story, the real story, it's it's good. And Brad and Pitt it does a great job. Leo does a great job. I can't really say. I mean, they both do really well. I just think Brad Pitt kind of outshines Leo a little bit, and not, and and not even like it's just the roles, like the way the the role that he's playing is just it's just built to. To outshine Leo's a little bit. Um, what else? Oh, Hustlers. So that's the other one. The Golden Gloves didn't nominate Golden Globes didn't nominate Hustlers, but the SAG Awards did, and J Lo got nominated. And you know, I don't know why y'all try to front on J Lo. Um, J Lo is a pretty decent actress. She's got a long history of, of movies under her belt. Now I know we did we didn't like the ones in the arts where she was playing the white woman. I know, but she Hustlers was good, um, and she was good in Hustlers. She was excellent in Hustlers. Um, and I think her SAG award is well earned, well deserved. And I, I don't know if she's going to get nominated for an Oscar, but I think if she did, it would, it, it would be. Um, I don't know if she's going to win it, but I think it would be. Um, I don't think it would be crazy to nominate. I think she was great in that movie. I think she played a great role in that movie. I think the performances in that movie were great. I think it was a great movie. And again, you know, Marissa Tomei got nominated for My Cousin Vinny every, every, just because, you know, Oscar doesn't mean it has to be some super deep drama. It just has to be a good portrayal. And Marissa Tomei won, and everybody remembers that movie. So, um, you know, Joe Pesci is one for comedy. So, uh, you know, I don't think it's beyond the pale that she could be nominated for Oscar. If she'll win it, I don't know, because it's stiff-ass competition this year. There's a lot of stuff out. Um, um, Meryl Streep for a good Big Little Lies, of course. Of course, she played the shit out of Mary Louise. Reese Witherspoon, who is actually my favorite character on Big Little. Well, no, her Renata, Renata Klein, and and um Madison are my two favorite characters on that show. I just like, I love Renata, and I just like, I don't know, I like Madison's character because I'll keep saying Madison's character on Big Little Lies is Tracy Flick after like you know life, you know, after, in 20 years after, you know, she's had divorce and now she got the kids and like, that's what, that's what she would turn into after she'd chill out a little bit, right? Um, that's what I always think about. Um, what else was nominated? They just came, actually the SAGs just came out, so I just saw it. The Golden Globes, though, I don't know, I mean, I, it's not like I disagree with any of the things that were nominated, I just don't think some of the, I think the Golden Globes missed some of the better stuff. Um, that could have been nominated, um, like Hustlers, like, um, you know, uh, Lupita and Us, like Euphoria, I can't believe Euphoria, well, I won't say I can't believe Euphoria, Euphoria was good, but again, there's so much competition, I don't know if I would put that, you know, above some other stuff, I'll just put it like that, although I, I did enjoy it a great deal, but I don't know if I would put it above, you know, some stuff, but Zendaya definitely, I, again, I didn't even know Zendaya had it like that, I thought, I just, I actually didn't really know, I knew she was a Disney kid, didn't know from what or for what, but I had her in that category, like in the little Disney kid category, I didn't know she could really act, like, I was like, oh, wait a minute, this, this girl's acting, you know, so, um, shout out to her, um, and I did end up, uh, liking Euphoria a great deal, I thought it was really, I thought it was very, very well done for the topic, because again, I'm usually not into that druggy de- depression shit, it's just not my bag, I, no disrespect to nobody who's got depression or it's just not, my, I'm not into that, you know, I'm not into that depressing shit, um, 
And so for me to like it, that that says a lot about it. Um, what else? Uh, so sorry, y'all. I told you I'm really tired, and I just don't really have a whole lot this week. Um, but I wanted to say a bit about the impeachment because it. I believe I gotta be real with y'all. I the house. I haven't followed it because I mean I I don't need to like I already know I know what he did we know the house is going to vote to impeach and we know this the question is how how ridiculous will the senate be right um but I'm waiting for the senate because I, again I, I I want to see Kamala Harris on Kamala Harris on his ass and I think she will be on his ass and I think she'll use that to um make herself more known and um maybe, you know, right into a VB appointment, we'll see, um, but, I will say, that I think, the Democrats in the House, Adam Schiff in particular, is doing a really good job with it, they're not letting it turn into a circus, um, as much as the Republicans try, when they do try, they look like idiots, um, there's not there's not a lot of uh, political theater or theatrics on the Democrat side. There, there's even even in dealing with the Republicans, it's just all very, you know, y'all some clowns, and you're not gonna stop this uh, proceeding, and you ain't gonna be hollering in here because I got the gavel and I got the power, and I told you sit your ass down and quit all that carrying on. It's very you know, I think they're doing a good job of it. I think that people are. Um, wondering why they're keeping a narrow scope on these two charges and I think that that is the right thing to do because I think those two charges which are obstruction of justice and extortion they have another name for it but it's bribery and extortion basically I think like I was saying with um what uh there's something oh um in the Kaepernick case with um collusion those type of charges collusion obstruction those type of procedural charges, right? They're, 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 the reason they're so, the reason why the Fed likes those kind of, the RICO and all of that, the reason why they started going that way with charges is because they cover so much. There's so much behavior and so many um, facts that can be, that fall into those charges. So when you charge somebody with obstruction of justice, that means that you are charging somebody with trying to prevent a proper investigation. And so there are so many things that you can touch on with that. And that's what's happening. People are coming in. So you, you, you bring them in and ask them about one thing. And then they tell you, well, yeah, he was trying to cover this up because, and the reason why is because last week, you know, he had did this, and so that's why he was in there covering this up, and then when she found out about it, then he, we covered that up to cover, and so, in other words, you, you find all the rest of the, you find the rest of the crimes by the obstruction, because it's like, why, what, you're obstructing the investigation for why, and so they, when they come in and tell you about the obstruction, they all, you also find out about the why, they, you know, why are they blocking it? Oh, well, they ain't want them to find out about that. Well, when did that occur? That occurred over this day, but you ain't know about that because they did this, so you wouldn't find out about that. And then they put that over there, but then they had to do this, so you wouldn't find out about this, 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 and that. And so, and then after that, like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it works. So, that's why I think they did that. It's very smart to do that because 
you're bringing people in who can tell you, oh, and then when they when they say, oh, and by the way, he also covered this up. Now you have a new line of investigation. Oh, really? And so that's why they're doing it like that because that's the smarter way than to be trying to charge all this different stuff differently. Like the whole point, we know what he did. The whole point is less you know he's trying to interfere in the investigation to find out what he did so we know what he did so i think that's actually really smart the way they're doing it um i think they're handling it great um again you know we don't know what the senate is gonna do but i i um you know you're gonna look crazy basically because it's all laid out and you and if you get it to the senate and you pretend like Ain't nothing happening. You're going to look crazy. And personally, they keep saying it's for his base. And it might be for his base. But I personally don't really think it's, it's, it's convincing anybody else. And I don't think, and I think people know what's going on. The media keeps, oh, it's not, you know, they can't explain it. Like, I know people are not that bright in America. But I think this is pretty obvious. I think enough of the witnesses have come in and, and made it plain about what is going on. And honestly, like, I don't see the evidence that this is helping him at all, like, people who watch Fox News, they, you know, they, they're, they live in an alternate reality, and, you know, a lot of them are Trumps, and they're not gonna move off Trump, that's fine, but, like, again, he's a minority of the country, like, the majority of the people were not his supporters in the first place, and I just don't really, you have to be, like, the, 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 the dumbest of the, like, the most just stupidest, to really believe this alternate story that it's a hoax and it's a Ukraine. Like, I, in other words, I don't think anybody's really buying it. I think everybody knows what happened. Like, and I don't think, I don't think that these senators in, in, in the Congress, a lot of them, I don't think they're necessarily going to be hurt if they vote to, to remove him. Like, I don't, I, I mean, where's the proof? They keep saying that, oh, but he's not. The midterms, it all went blue. All these different local elections, it's all going blue. Like, the, the, the indications are the people are sick of this shit. So, I don't really, I don't, you know, unless you're in a Trump stronghold, which is like, you know, Mississippi and Alabama, them fucking places, I, you know, I don't really, I don't see, I, I see more harm for a lot of these republics to sit there, listen to all that evidence, listen to this obvious corrupting graft, and not do anything about it. Because the reality is, if you can't impeach, if you can't remove a president from office, this is, this is the exact situation that the framers wrote this for. And if you can't move this guy for office from this, then you can't, who can you move? Where can you go? You Congress gonna be Bella Noche, because it, it's just, I mean these are high crimes and misdemeanors and if you can't remove him for this then you can't remove nobody for nothing the man reached out to a foreign power to get them to interfere in the election so that he could win real life basically he was subverting the rule of the American people like we have we have democracy here where we vote on our leaders we have free elections and the people who they vote for uh, that's who's supposed to win and he's trying to contravene that he's trying to stay in office forever or however long and he wants to get a foreign country to dig up make up a scandal on his opponent like that's what he did and it's like if you can't impeach for that not to mention he's a fucking Russian asset so if you can't impeach for that, you can't impeach for nothing. You might as well tear the whole thing up, and we done dollar because it ain't no laws no more. Like I mean, how you gonna lock people up in jail and the president is up here doing what the fuck he want to do? Like it ain't gonna work. It's gonna it's gonna dis the the the, the um institutions are going to fall, the fabric is going to falter, people are going to start doing whatever, and it's gonna be anarchy quick. So um, 
And and a lot of y'all not built for it. Um, the Eagles stink. I'm tired of the season already. I, I don't care that they still got their hopes in the playoffs. How you going to be in the playoffs with a losing fucking record? You stink. We need an offensive coordinator. We need to get rid of fucking Jim Schwartz. He's a, he's a clown. Uh, them DBs are terrible. Everybody's dogging Carson Wentz. Look, Carson has his problems, but I don't think Carson Wentz is the problem. I've been watching the Eagles games all season, and I see Carson Wentz throwing the ball. I see Carson Wentz hitting receivers right in their hands. I see even if he, maybe he throws a little high, maybe he throws a little long, but it's catchable. He not throwing nothing that's not catchable, and they dropping the balls, I see Ertz, it don't matter where he catch the ball, this motherfucker can have 20 yards of open field, he gonna catch the ball and fall down right where he is, he gets zero extra yards off the play, if it's a first down and five yards, he's gonna run two yards, he doesn't run past the first down marker, <clears throat> listen, I don't think, I think if you give Wentz some receivers to throw to, if you give Wentz an offensive coordinator who coordinates the offense to his game, we'll see the Wentz from early 2017, and we'll see the Eagles. Well, we gotta, we gotta, um, we gotta get some receivers and we gotta get some DBs. But I don't think, <coughs> I think Carson is doing the best he can with what he has. I know he makes mistakes, but I don't think all the mistakes is are his. They talking about he's not the leader. I mean. I don't know what else he has to do. I mean, why does he... I don't... You're a professional player. You get paid to play football. Maybe his leadership skills are not what Nick Foles are, but Nick Foles is not walking through the door, and I don't understand what his leadership has to do with you catching a fucking ball. Like, I gotta come in and give you a pep talk for you to catch a goddamn ball that hits you right in the hands. Like, what does that have to do with leadership? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get I get why leadership is important to a team, but, like, y'all get on the field every Sunday and look like that's the first time you've ever been on the field. So, you know, you're playing the, the prevent, you can't get off the field on third downs, you, it's just, I don't, Carson Wentz to me ain't the problem, get him a, 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 somebody to throw to to catch the ball, give him some people that play with some heart, and then we'll see what, what we see, um, yeah, so, for, I don't, I just want the season to be over, I don't want to go to the playoffs, because for what, we gonna get bounced out in the first round, because we trash, we terrible, terrible, um, we had the Dolphins and the goddamn Giants looking like the fucking uh, the Green Bay Packers and or or the fucking Seattle Seahawks against us, and then and we lost to the Dolphins after being up. Like we're terrible. Um, yeah. So that's all I gotta say about that. Um, no Genghis kicks this week. Um, I told y'all about my gay auntie's podcast. There was another one. I should have written it down. I'm trying to recommend to y'all that not um, but I can't. Uh, I can't recall right now what it is. I'll get it and put it on Twitter or something. Anyway, so yeah, short episode this week, y'all. Sorry, it's not a lot to talk about. I gave y'all like over an hour last week and it covered a lot of shit. So, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for asking. The um, KMGZ on Twitter. You can hit me on Twitter. Genghis Kells on. Instagram, if you follow me on Twitter, my Instagram is in my header. Um, the podcast emails, thanks for asking, podcast at gmail.com, but it's easier, just hit me on Twitter. Um, and I'm on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and there's one I always forget. Did I say SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify? Oh, okay, I think, oh, SoundCloud, well, I think that's all of them. Okay. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. Tell your friends, rate me, like me. Um, 
And, you know, I'll let y'all next week. Peace.